heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are really glad to have you with us today. In, in studio, we've got just a whole bunch of people. You're going to hear from at least four of us. And so we've got Andy, who's on his phone as usual. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Robbie, myself, Rodney, Harold. So uh, you'll hear from at least four of us as we talk about today's topic. And, and uh, today's topic's a little interesting. Not like the other shows aren't. I mean, I'm not applying anything. Finally, we got an interest. Finally, we've been waiting how many years now? Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, everybody gets lucky once in a while. Now, we're kind of building off the last couple of weeks. You know, if anyone remember what the, the topic was two weeks ago? Yeah, what a boot camp isn't. Yeah, what it isn't. Right? And so we talked about that. And then naturally, the next week, we went to, Brian, do you remember what, what that was? What a boot camp is. What a boot camp is. And so we sat around this weekend as we were driving over to uh, North Carolina Boys Academy this past weekend. Very fun. Uh, very, very good event. It was great to, to go there and celebrate with those guys, just uh, some of the stuff that was going on there. And uh, always glad to have them as a part of our, our uh, boot camps every year. But um, So we're talking about the topic on the way back. And, and Andy, you weren't with us, but what, what did we come up with on the topic for this week? So I hear it's um, who should go to a boot camp. Right. Is that correct? Right. Yep. Who should who should come to a boot camp? Right. Yeah. Well, my my answer. I mean, there was a lot of different. Darren sold you out and said Sam should. So. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> and then there was he some knows other me ones. pretty well. <laughs> I I still think Jesus should be at the top of the list. He, well, should, he, he he's already there. So yeah. <laughs> That's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is it is Carolina Bible Camp. So I'm kind of feeling he's there. <laughs> there. True. <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah. So uh, this is a this a different topic. Because it can be very simple or it can be very complex, right? And that, and that's the, the the weird part about it. You know, you could you could say it simply and say, well, I don't know, everybody else but me. <laughs> no. uh, well, and that's kind of where where it went. Brian, well, you know, when we were in the car, and you know, we were talking about this person should go if they're in a marriage crisis or they're in a career crisis, and. And Brian says, well, I didn't think I had any reason to go. <laughs> and that thought just went, oh, yeah, I didn't think I had any reason to go either. You know, I wasn't church. I got a family. Life's going good. You know, what in the world would I need to do to go on a boot camp? And so that really challenged me. And um, it made me think of, you know, what movie could we use to to kind of represent that and you know, I don't know that could be a better one than Heaven Almighty. Right, it's, and it's not very often that we get all the clips from the same movie, which is really pretty cool. Yeah, this one, we're going to go on the whole Evan Almighty journey. But in the beginning, you know, the, if you think about Evan Baxter, if you've seen the movie, if you haven't, why not? You need to see it. But anyway, Evan has been elected congressman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big deal. He's got a Hummer. He's got a big, beautiful house in Washington, D.C. He's got a beautiful family. Things are looking good. And then they made this, you know, this huge thing that happens in this next clip. Uh, do you want to set it up at all, or you just want me to play it? Well, yeah, they've, they've just moved into their house, and everybody's so excited. And 
this little event changes everything. Those boys were having so much fun tonight, I thought I would never get them to bed. And then Ryan did the cutest thing. He asked if we could all pray together. Really? What, uh, what did you pray about? He met a dog. What do you think he prayed for? Oh, yuck. Oh, just walking Petri dish, that dog. <laughs> and Jordan was very precise. He prayed for good visibility, good weather on the hiking trip tomorrow. The hiking trip? Oh, right. Yeah, the hiking trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to know what I prayed for? Yeah, what'd you pray for? I prayed we would become closer as a family. Honey, you don't need to pray for that to happen. I will make that happen. What would you pray for? Me? I don't know. Praying just... <sighs> Honey, you're the one who said you wanted to change the world. It's a pretty big job. If it were me, I would take all the help I could get. Congressman, many have tried, many have failed. Hello! This is Regina Sparks reporting for MS... <clears throat> Hello there. Hi. This is Evan Baxter. Um, just wanted to say thank you for everything. Thank you for the new car and for the house. The house is great. Um, I love it. I mean, I picked it out, but... You created matter and everything, so... <laughs> um... I just wanted to say that I think Joan makes a good point, and... that I am now in a position of great power, and I know that with great power comes great responsibility. So, God... <clears throat> please help me change the world. Okay, that's it. I'm hanging up now. God bless. Well, you. Uh, now, Brian, we were talking before the show. There was something, there's a lot of things in that clip, actually, but there was something that really struck you as you listened to that clip and watched the movie. Yep. Um, the part where he says to his wife, you don't need to pray for that. I will make that happen. Yeah. That was uh, struck me. You know, I knew who God was. I knew what he did for me, but never really thought of him as a father and that he could actually, um, you know, help me through things and, and take me on a journey that I wasn't expecting. So um, I always thought I had it, um, I, could, I could do everything on my own. I didn't really need anybody until I went to the first boot camp. So it was a good time. Yeah, so for you that was kind of like Evan. You know, you're just like, hey, I got it. You yep. Going to be all right. Yep. Um, anything you noticed in this clip or something I was – thinking I was hearing in there, but I didn't know, Robbie, if there's something you want to talk about on it. Oh, there are a lot of things, but I love the way the prayer ends, <clears throat> where it says, I'm hanging up now, <laughs> you know, which, you know, indicates how uncomfortable it is to pray, you know, for everybody, you know, you're, you're talking to the creator of the universe, you know, and, and, and it's sort of an uncomfortable thing. But unfortunately, it kind of rang home to me, like, I'm hanging up now, what? Like, when I'm ending my prayers, is that really what I'm saying to God is, you know, I've, okay, we've had our discussion. Now I'm going to go on and straighten everything out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell also that he genuinely wanted to be closer to his family. Yeah. But he didn't quite know what to do or how to get there. Yeah. He had that. He, um, 
it was still very much uh, Evan centered. Yep. You know, God helped me change the world. Yep. Right. You know, I'm the focal point. You know, so he's really just hanging on to that whole focal point of everything kind of revolves around me. You know, whether it's, you know, bringing my family closer together or whatever that might look like. And, and so, uh, you know, God's about ready to take him on an adventure, I have a feeling. Well, yep. I've seen the movie, so I know what happens. <laughs> but is uh, getting ready to take him on an adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the next morning he wakes up <clears throat> and his General Electric clock is saying J-E-N or G-E-N, you know, six, you know, whatever you call it, apostrophe 14, yeah. which, you know, is talking about Noah and the ark. And, you know, he can't figure out why that keeps saying Genesis six fourteen. but, you know, God's going to kind of show him that if you're going to ask for God to come in like that, you know, he is going to take you on an adventure. He is going to stretch your faith. He is going to stretch mm-hmm. your comfort zone. And, and a boot camp for me is very much, you know, getting ready to have that kind of an adventure. Yeah. It, uh, and it kind of sneaks up on you. Right. You know, it really does. Cause you, you know, you're first there and then all of a sudden you realize you are on this adventure, you know, with God. And it's really, it's really very cool. Now in this clip, Robbie, you want to get to it before we go to break. Now, what happens with Evan here? What, what? Uh, well, he's gotten a load of, of gopher wood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got this big, beautiful house, house, but here's this bold, you know, big, huge bunch of wood outside that somebody's delivered with a pretty gopher on it. You know, and it says gopher. You know, like somebody was a gopher, and they go for wood. <laughs> and God, you know, Morgan Fairchild, I guess Freeman, Freeman, Morgan yeah. Freeman, yeah. <laughs> Morgan Fairchild's the woman. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Morgan Freeman sitting on the on the wood mm-hmm. in white and you know prepared to engage Evan here. Go for it. Go for wood. Get it? Go. Well, it's not really go for wood. I just like the word play. No, it's pine and maple. It was clear cut from this valley to make room for all those houses. Excuse me, do I know you? Not as well as I'd like. I see you got my housewarming gift. That was you? You sent those? What are they for? Hey, hey. Genesis chapter 6, verse 14. I want you to build an ark. You want me to build an ark? Yes. So that's why the tools and you are responsible for the wood. All right. Well, uh, let's just start over. <laughs> Hello, I am Evan, Evan Baxter. Baxter. Born June 15th, 1962. Eight pounds, 11 ounces. Mother's Carol Ann Parker. Father Eugene Evan Baxter. Ooh, you have internet access. Very impressive. Do you also have cable? <laughs> You're a clean freak. You care much too much about your outward appearance. Your left nipple is a quarter inch higher than your right nipple. And when you were a little boy, you were afraid of Gumby. Who are you? I'm God. You're God? Yes. And I want you, Evan Baxter, to build an ark. Okay, you know what? This conversation is a little thing I like to call over. (laughs) But I gotta get going. Because, frankly... I have an ark to build. Busy, 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 busy. Nice meeting you. Take care. Oh, and... <laughs> All right. See you later. Yeah. 
I'm still laughing at Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. Person. She plays the uh, Holy Spirit in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Must be in the sequel. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> you know, Evan has no idea what he is in for, and it's just the beginning of you know stretching his idea of what God is. Because you know, if we all come into boot camp, you know, we've got him in a box. And, you know, in this case, <laughs> he's uh, asked to build a big box <laughs> kind of thing, right? <laughs> well, we do have a boot camp coming up, and it's coming up March 21st through right. the uh, 24th. I got that right. That's a miracle of its own kind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, coming up, and we'd like for you to go register. Just go ahead and step out on faith now. You don't have to listen to the rest of the show. You know you need to go. God's going to prompt you. Why so you just go to masculinejourneyradio.org, register. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way, you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. What God does at Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. When I first got here, I was kind of closed off. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I thought I was stupid. I didn't believe. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like each person who spoke kind of chipped away at this feeling I was having and chipped away at this mask I was hiding behind. I've never heard anybody speak about God and Jesus and the way we're supposed to feel like you guys have this weekend. What a gift. $199 Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Just waiting on you, Andy, to dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could listen to that song. It makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah, Signing exactly. up for boot camp while they're playing that. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing that makes that's you happy. Right. How, yeah, how can you not be happy listening to that song? I guess if you can't dance, which I can't, but it still makes me happy. Anyway, well, welcome back to Masculine Journey. We're not talking about dancing. We're not talking about everybody dance now, but we are going to get to that at some point. Oh, yeah. We are. We are. So we are talking about... Who should come to a boot camp? And so can you guys kind of help me with what we talked about that first segment on, on who should come? There's a couple different types of people. Yeah, well, we got the person, you know, like I was. That, you know, I could use a little freshen upper, but I'm, you know, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Go ahead, Andy. No, yeah, Harold is. Well, Harold's walking up. I, that's yeah. Yeah. My thought on it when, when I first saw the topic is that people that are uh, walking with God are at different places, but no one is where they can't improve. And everyone to improve needs a challenge. We don't make ourselves any stronger or any faster or whatever without a challenge before us. And then the same thing applies to our walk with God. The boot camp will do that for you in, in various ways. It does. It does. Thank you. You know, it is the, um, it, it does come down to, it brings you closer, right? <clears throat> and, and that's where we really need to be. And, and, and we can always believe, well, I'm close enough. You know, I walk very mm-hmm. close to God. But it's always a chance to get closer. Every one of these boot camps we go to, 
we become closer. All right. And we find out more about our heart and find out more about God's heart. Well, I, th- I think the thing was for me, I mean, I walked close to, with Christ. Probably I could say in some ways in my own mind I was closer at different times. But, you know, I'm like uh, several of the guys here that said a kind of a relationship crisis brought brought me there. That's kind of where the gap became to where I've got a need here. But I knew there was also much more than that, and I think it was the identification of getting deeper into the heart. Not, you know, we've talked about it, not five things, a better husband or those, because all those things were my actions to do better. Yeah, they were based on wisdom, but they weren't really addressing the heart. And that's why I said last, uh, I think it was last week or the week before, when Robbie asked me, well, how did God come after your heart? And I'm like, looked at him like he was crazy, but I didn't really, I hadn't been speaking on that terms, whereas Robbie had. Now I can easily say that, and I can go up and say somebody else that comes to a boot camp, how's God coming after your heart, you know? And because that's really what it's about, it's the heart. And the heart, the heart change will change all these different topics that we're talking about here, much more than trying to address them individually as me trying to brute force and fix this problem on my own. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I want to focus on a couple things here on, on this this topic we're talking about, who should come to boot camp. And, and, and obviously it's going to come down to a lot of things that we're all talking about. And we all came for different reasons. God brought us there for different reasons, whether we knew it or not. You know, he brought us for different reasons. For some of us, it was out of obligation. You know, Robbie. for others it was being badgered right you know it's like i'll just go get it out of the way they'll quit asking me you know for me that was not the case and and and, or or for for you either andy and so i'm gonna play this next clip which kind of deals a little bit more with what brought me to my first boot camp and robbie do you want to set this clip up at all sure because you know when that prayer you heard um, Evan's wife pray for the family to be closer but when Evan starts to come into his new identity as, as Noah you know she, it has her totally freaked out you know he's losing it he's not doing what he needs to be doing he's going to lose his job and we're going to lose all our security and she has a complete breakdown and leaves well you know that puts Evan obviously in a marriage crisis which you know what we have at boot camp is you know there's a beauty to rescue and so here's kind of what Evan tries, you know, when he's, you know, doing that on his own. Mom? Not now, Noah. D- Dylan? Hey. That's better. We'll doing? start at the beginning. Do we have anything unleavened? Yeah, we do. It's in the back next to the frankincense and myrrh. We have a fancy name for it in this century. It's called PETA. Evan, what is happening to you? Don't, no, just put it down. Look at you, the hair, are you on something? Is it a a mega growth hormone, what? Evan, talk to me. I'm building an ark. What does that mean? God appeared to me and told me to build an ark. He said there was going to be a flood and that I should be prepared. Whenever I shave, my beard grows right back out. My hair grows longer every day. This robe, God sent me the robe. I thought it would be funny. I actually think it's really comfortable. That's why I'm wearing it. The beard, the robe, your Noah? 
Mom? Not now, Noah. D Dylan. Okay. We left everything behind to come here. Maybe that's put too much pressure on you. I don't know. But this has got to stop. Please, you're scaring me. The boys need their father back, and I need my husband back. So, Andy, uh, I'll let you kind of speak a little bit to it first, but uh, your first boot camp, you kind of came there kind of because of this kind of reasons. I did, and, um, you know, whenever I started down this path, you know, I guess a lot of times, like, when they prayed, she wanted the family to be closer, but the first thing that started happening is things that became weird, and a lot of times, that's sometimes that's what happened when we pray for God to fix things. Things don't happen the way we want, and when I started praying, I really thought God was going to take action and get my marriage back together, but, you know, if, it, if he would have done that, I probably would have been somewhat better, but I don't think over time that I would have become the complete person I am since that, since I've continually had the boot camp and, and be more exposed to the issues of my heart, you know, much more than just fixing this one problem. A lot of times that's how we come to God was we have an agenda, you fix this and I'll be good, but it's so much deeper than that. Whenever we pray to God, we got to believe not only or, or expect that he's He's going to do what we ask, but he may not do it in the way or, and you've heard this, but you know he's going to work differently than what we do, but yet he's usually going to—he's going to do things much better and beyond what we can even imagine or think. So, yeah, for me, I, I uh, went um, on the heels of a really ugly time in our marriage, and uh, had actually read Wild at Heart and had had some some breakthrough, um, <clears throat> but went, I guess, somewhat expecting, not knowing what to expect fully. You know, hoping that there would be some reconciliation for my marriage through it. But it, really what I found was, you know, God had so much work to do in me. Um, you know, whether the marriage makes it or doesn't make it, it has to begin with me becoming who God's called me to be. Right. right. And that puts it on rocky ground sometimes, as you hear, as you see with, uh, you know, Evan in the story. And you had pointed out that if if you watch the movie, and you should, that Evan's trying to hide his identity as Noah. He's not comfortable with telling everybody who this new person is. Well, through the boot camps and some other things, God made it very obvious to me that it was time for me to take off the mask. And when you begin to take off your mask, your wife, that that doesn't just naturally happen. Now, you know, it, it happened for me, Sam, and you know that I had to tell my wife, as God made it clear to me, you know, that I was addicted to pornography and, and, and things that went along with that. And oh my gosh, I mean, it led to this kind of a, of, of a thing. But it, as I, you know, was given an opportunity to, to truly repent and come into that, then I got to be loved by a wife that knew, that loved me, you know, a broken me, somebody that, you know, didn't deserve love. It, 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 it stepped up my, my whole life and and put me in a position i never thought i would be but it's uncomfortable when you start taking off the business suit and underneath that you know you've got the manoa thing going on yeah it's uh it, it's funny to watch you know him continually try to hide it and then one day he just accepts it right and then when he accepts it life really starts to change and i think that's our story right you know there was there's so much i just wanted to continue okay god you can work on me but i still want to kind of be who i am well, God's the only one that really knew who I am. 
<laughs> you right. know, I, I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, he did, and and to help continue and continues to help me try to to discover that or rediscover it along the way. You know, Robbie, we're not going to get to both of these next clips from a time standpoint, but you know, so we've got you know people that believe that they don't really need to come. We've got people that are bored that need an adventure. I'm telling you, this will be a big adventure for you, right? Bigger than you could even imagine. People in a marriage crisis, and then you kind of have people that we see that come in this type yeah, of thing. Yeah, that they don't know what their purpose is. They feel like they were meant for something bigger. And and clearly, you know, Evan ends up in this career crisis. And I don't think, you know, we'll move on to the final clip. But, it, you know, you can imagine the battle that he goes into, you know, fighting in a larger story into what God actually has for him. But as a result of that battle, and we won't ruin the movie for you because I know some of you haven't seen it, but by all means, go see it because it is an awesome movie. It's clean. It's a very clean yeah. movie. Family you, friendly. You, you end up with this final scene where we really see what, to me, is is what we would hope that the reason that God takes us on these adventures, boot camps, et cetera, is to end up with this relationship. And as you hear Evan and God talk in this last scene, you can th- see that the net result of all these shenanigans and all the struggle that we go through is to get to this place. Where you get to do the day. Hey. hey. What are you doing here? Just hanging out with some old friends. You knew all along, didn't you? You knew the dam was unstable. It hadn't been for the Ark, my family, the neighbors. I fought you every step of the way. Yes, but you did it. So you had nothing to do with the flood? Like where the Ark landed exactly? I gave you a little shove at the end. Sue me. (laughs) You did good, son. You changed the world. No, no, I didn't. Well, let's see. Spending time with your family, making them very happy. Gave that dog a home. (laughs) Right, so? So, how do we change the world? One act of random kindness at a time. One act of random kindness. So, Robbie, we got 30 seconds going out. Guys, we have 30 seconds. So, who should come to boot camp? Yeah, everyone. Everyone, right? I, mean, I promise you, God has something exceptional there for you. Regardless of where you are in your walk, if you're just beginning, you've been walking for years, you've been walking as long as Robbie. You know, I mean, it's it's a long time. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. And think how many pastors we've had. Oh, pastors, and regardless of your situation, go register now. 